Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Coming on the day after Thanksgiving because we got a lot of football to talk about. Patriots getting ready for the Cardinals to talk about all of that and more we bring on as we do every single Friday. Eric Eager over Pro Football Focus. Eric, how are you? How was the holiday? It was good, man. I wish there was probably there were some better games. I mean, uh, there's there's nothing worse than uh, what New Mexico against Utah State as the only night game. But, uh, you know, other than that, it was fine. You know, uh, it's fun to see uh, Alex Smith have some success and it's fun to yeah. see Robert Hurt have some success. Well, another guy who had success was Deshaun Watson and he carved up the Patriots last week. So before we move to Patriots Cardinals, let's just put the closing book on Patriots Texans. What was your overall takeaway from that game? Really what I thought was really a bad loss by the Pats. It wasn't a great loss by the Pats for sure. I mean, they were they were favored in that game, and I didn't, you know, I said on our pregame show sat, uh, Sunday that it's really hard to you know have a quarterback that much better as the underdog um, in a game like that at home, and you know that's sort of what materialized. I think the Patriots have been uh, spunky on offense in the last yeah. like three four weeks, and that has kept them sort of in these games, kept them relevant, probably keep them relevant this weekend against Arizona. Um, but ultimately the defense has just lost, I, I think, too much, uh, you know, to sort of be uh, as competitive as they want to be um, during the course of this season. Yeah, it's fun to bang on the offense and it's fun to nitpick Cam and talk about play calling, et cetera. The defensive regression, is that something that the analytics community can can predict or is this something that's surprising even to you? Well, I – you know, yes and no, like, you know, it's hard. It's like, um, I, I said this about Tampa Bay a couple weeks ago. I'll say it about New Orleans now. Anytime a defense is playing, a, you know, the best football among any team in the NFL, you can almost always uh, be assured that a month from now, they'll play weaker defense. And, you know, when you looked at the Patriots season ago, they actually kept it up for, you know, eight to 10 weeks. But then you saw a turnover regression, you saw regression in coverage, you saw their offense not play as well, and hence put the defense in poor spots. And so, you know, all of those things are are foreseeable. I don't think they're a terrible defense. Like, I think that they showed against Kansas City that they can match up against teams that are pretty good and, and be a speed bump. Um, but, you know, it's so hard to repeat week after week elite uh, championship caliber defense. It's so hard to do that. And so for that reason, like it's not surprising to see the Patriots struggle this year. Um, and, and, you know, to be quite honest, the fact that their offense has played well over the past three, four weeks is probably keeping them competitive. If they continue to struggle defensively and got games like they did against Denver or against San Francisco from Cam, this might be a disaster. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I want to get to Cam here. We were talking about this to start the show. Cam talked this week about the idea of whether or not quarterbacks need to be at, quote, athletic. Do you think now quarterbacks that come into the league need to be more mobile, need to be more athletic? Is that a prerequisite now for the position? I think so. I think it's really hard to be a good quarterback when you can't move very well. Um, you, know, you even see it with, like, Joe Flacco – you know, the last couple of games, the uh, Jets have covered the spread. They've looked okay. They look like an NFL team. And that's because, you know, they have their three wide receivers healthy. 
and you know Flacco can hit his back foot and somebody's going to be open. That's not always going to be the case. Oftentimes you hit your back foot and players aren't open and you need to improvise. And, and I think there's no better example of that than on Sunday night against the Raiders with, with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like they had Sammy Watkins down. They had McCole Hardman was limited because he had just come off the COVID list. So you're working with receivers, what, th- one four and five, and then a tight end and Kelsey, like those guys aren't always going to be open. That's why they're the th- you know fourth and fifth wide receivers for a team like Kansas City. And yet, like Mahomes hits his back foot, sometimes it's open, sometimes it's not. And when it's not, you want to be able to move around and be able to find players by yourself time. And, you know, it's just another way that you can mitigate risk. Now, the interesting thing with Cam, you know, Cam kind of, and there was a quarterback we I just talked about the other day, which was uh, Alex Smith. Yeah. Like Alex Smith was a terrific runner, but like he never threw well on the run. He was a great black and white player. Um, he could pick up a first down when he decided to run and he could, you know, obviously in the pocket, he was a decent thrower, but on the move, he was kind of a nightmare. And so I, I, I have to look at the statistics, but my impression of Cam so far this, this year and over the past few years is when he hits his back foot and decides to make a throw, it's pretty good. Yeah. And when he decides to run, it's pretty effective. But in the intermediate time, there have been kind of some duds with him throwing on the run, which I think you know sort of mitigates the effectiveness of him being as athletic as he is. No, you're right, and I don't have the number in front of me, but the, the stats do bear that out. He has never thrown well in his career on the run. I want to ask you about quarterback valuation when it comes to money because we're all trying to figure out what's going to happen with Cam in the future. I think yeah. we all get the Patriots need to draft a quarterback, but in the interim, they need that maybe they do something else next year. How much money do you think Cam is worth on the open market? And is that better for them money wise than trading for a Matthew Stafford's contract or a Carson Wentz's contract or somebody like that? It's it's a really good question. I you know, I every time some we talk about this, I always look at um over the cap, our friends there, and you know, the 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 kind of middling contract for a veteran QB is Bridgewater at 21, Alex Smith at 23 and a half, Philip Rivers at 25, Tom Brady at 25, mm. Drew Brees at 25. After that, you have an, a $10.5 million drop down to Taysom Hill, who's kind of a whatever, right? Yeah. And then after that, it's Burrow, who's a number one overall pick. He makes nine a year. Mariota makes eight, eight. And then Murray at eight, seven is a number, another number one. Like there's no middle-class contract for a quarterback. Like the Patriots, you either have to take like a bargain basement guy like Cam, you know, I don't know if that was, you know, truly uh, an efficient market there, or you have to pay up for a guy at the tune of 25 million or more. There's really no uh, sort of middle ground. And the problem is, is returns are sort of diminishing there, right? Like, how much better are they with Stafford? I don't think they're that much better. We've seen the Detroit Lions when they've had Kenny Galladay on the field. They've been a great offense. When they've had him off the field, as, as it happened yesterday, they've been kind of a middle-of-the-pack offense. So when, so do you really want that if you're a New England Patriots fan? I don't think so, right? Because they're, they're not going to be able to ensure that the receivers are that good, right? And so what you really want if you're a Pats fan is probably – the next Mahomes. Well, you can't get the next Mahomes unless right. you draft the guy, you know, you draft the guy high and, and you hold on for dear life and hopefully he, you know, he emerges um, because that's really, I think the, the has to be the plan. If they can convince Cam to come back for 10 to 15 million a year, I think, and then draft the guy, I think that's the perfect solution for now. It, it's really tough for them. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Interesting matchup upcoming with the Cardinals. The 
the the West Coast team coming east for the one o'clock start. Kyler Murray a little dinged up with the shoulder. What do you think is the ultimate biggest key in this game? Yeah, I've already on on our show we like Patriots plus two and a half. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm on the side that thinks the Patriots will will be the team that comes out victorious in this one. Um, when I look at this game, Arizona's defense is overrated. Um, you know, and and I think Kyler Murray's a little bit more banged up than we believe. We also have Larry Fitzgerald on the COVID list, which yep. again will make the issues the the Patriots have had in the secondary, namely missing Patrick Chung, which I think Patrick Chung would have been the guy to guard Fitzgerald in this game. Uh, it'll make it less uh, effective for Arizona. So, I, I, you know, when I look at this game, I think it's going to be a game where New England kind of controls it. Uh, Arizona tries to, you know, put, kind of play close to the vest and get out with a win. And I don't think that they're good enough to do that against a team coached by Bill Belichick. Let me get you out of here on this. We're going to see an elite wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, maybe the best in football. For the Patriots, we're going to see a bunch of uh, a bunch of just guys. Do you need that big home run threat, DeAndre Hopkins, or can you win like the Patriots do with a collection of solid but unspectacular players? You can win with unspectacular receivers. I mean, Cam took a team to the Super Bowl, Ted Ginn as the number one option there. But I think – the benefits to having a, a true elite player as, as Patriots fans know with Moss, you know, that took that offense to such another level, you know, 13 years ago. Now it seems like forever ago, um, you know, having, having that true difference maker on the outside is, is immense. Um, so I, my answer is of course you can win with, with a bunch of uh, just the guys at wide receiver, but the benefits to having a truly elite guy are immense. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, with us every single week. Eric, we appreciate it, man. Have a great continued holiday weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me.